Welcome to episode 3 of The Underground with the best Jillaburn in town, your girl, Moochies. It's been a minute. It feels like forever since our last episode. Ne? Like, no, man. It, it's starting to feel like a long-distance relationship for me because it's like it's one of those things I get to do once a month and... I, I don't like it anymore. Can yes, we make so it like every day? Every day. <laughs> like, can the right people in the right places do the right things? And like a real relationship. Like, let's 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 do this thing. Eh? Let's make the things happen. And the thing is, there's there's been so much that has happened over this short space of time, and a lot of things have been very tragic and heartbreaking. I mean, if we talk about the cyclone. Um, Idai in Mozambique, Malawi, and Zimbabwe. That has been very, yeah, it's one of those things that I feel like watching and reading the news these days is, ish, it's something Just else. Looking for bad news. Yes. Just, because yeah. I, I'm starting to limit now, okay, let me not read the news every morning and watch the news every morning because I, I just can't take it anymore. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too, too much. much to take it, yeah. Yeah. And of course, our, our, our biggest crisis in our beloved country, South Africa, has been load shedding. Guys, <laughs> 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 like, how? Like, can somebody explain to me what is actually going on? Because I don't know. It's South Africa being reactive, honestly. <sighs> I don't think... Um, they didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. They did. But, I mean, everybody saw the whole Midupi delays. Yes. Everybody knows how much it's costing the country to still continue on that project and nobody knows. So And it's not there's no accountability. Yes, it's not bringing us any fruit. And in any sense, um, we are being reactive right now. We're saying, look, we have a problem and this is the only way we can sort it out. Because I know the area that I live in, we used to experience it like twice a day. And that's like four hours times two. That's eight hours in a day. How do you, you know, navigate your day around that? And the, the, the one thing that you must remember, when there's no power, <laughs> there's not much you can do. No. There's not mm. much you can do. And it also has a ripple effect because it starts affecting the internet access. Mm. Internet becomes slow. The network mm. is also a bit, you know, funny. Um, I mean, at some point, it was affecting the water supply. Mm-hmm. Wow, like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah there was, you know, they were saying, Jorge, if it continues like the this, pumps then are not gonna mm. be able it's going to be difficult to have water also. <sighs> oh, man. That's so, so much. Our country, our beloved country. Yes. What are we going to do, guys? Let's, let's brainstorm how to, to bring more electricity into the country, you know? Um, you know, the challenge is on, on, on the young guys, the creatives, to to sort of start bringing in ideas on how we can generate electricity over and above where we're generating it now. We need to start getting very innovative and very clever and smart about My man here, Nati, is an engineer, so please <laughs> yeah, please save the world. Yeah, like. so please, fix, please fix the world. Please. please. We need people like him. Lead us into the light. But we haven't experienced it this week. Has anyone experienced it? No. Touch, touch wood, please. Yeah. yeah. Be careful. Because yeah. uh, next thing, two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's been it's been a good week, I think, without load shedding. Yeah, it, everything yeah. just started to feel normal again. But it's just been a week. Anything. That's my Can't concern. Anything extended? Yeah. Because <laughs> also winter's coming. 
So, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. that's the consumption goes fear. up. Yeah, mm. it's gonna oh, go up goodness. for sure. And I saw in the news, um, at some point, it, the families were encouraged to use the time to bond. So, did you guys do that? Yeah. Spend time with your family. <laughs> Quite honest, most of us were in a bad mood. At the like, phones are dying. Battery are failing. Laptops are dying. I was upset because I'm like, I see it's it's a po- it, my area. Mm-hmm. The lights are off. That time, people in the other oh, neighborhood, yeah. I even yeah. not even other, not only are the lights on, mm. they are playing with oh, the lights just to make fun. They're like, goodness. "Go on, I can switch it on." <laughs> what can you do? Insane. Nothing. <laughs> so it's like it's not a nice feeling when your area is off, but then your neighbors and your other neighbors, everyone else is on, and that's yeah. not fair. So these the business areas were, were they also getting like the same amount of load shedding, or was it? Yeah. I think I was uh, funny. Not, not necessarily. Industry in industrial areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got an agreement with ESCOM, so oh. they hardly take um, their power. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that those who are mostly affected are small businesses. Mm-hmm. And small businesses mm-hmm. are in actual, you know, the heart of the economy mm-hmm. of South Africa. So, yeah, those are the mostly affected uh, whenever there's load shedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, no. But anyway, um, just to get on with our topic of the day. So uh, we are talking about the corporate world versus hustlers paradise. So we're basically discussing being employed versus being self-employed and discussing some of the pros and cons and challenges based on our guests' experiences. And speaking of guests, like we just got into a conversation and I didn't even introduce you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how this works, but anyway, I'm going to give you guys a chance to introduce yourself. Um, let's start with sure. MJ. MJ Veleke, Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> okay, MJ was the guy from the first episode when we talked yeah. about what did we talk about? We talked about schooling and oh, education yes. and uh, something along those lines. Yes, so, just, so that that was MJ, guys. Yeah. Oh, hi. What's up, guys? Welcome it's back. MJ Part Two. Part Two. <laughs> back by and well, no demand, but it's fine. <laughs> There was no demand on the on the uh, in, on the social media. It's like, please bring him back. He's so cool. Why is he getting all coolly blind? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? MJ from Polokwane. Uh, as usual, as per usual, Polokwane. Please rise up, stand up, uh, and uh, just let you guys know. I'm uh, so I, I I'm a human resources practitioner as well. So that's also what I'm currently doing. I'm working for a I'm working for a corporation. So yeah, that's me. Thanks, MJ. <laughs> oh, long TV uh, from Mami Lodi. Yeah, a rockasi boy. A Mami Lodi. <laughs> uh, what do I do? I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I've been in the sector for quite some time. Uh, it's been four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so it's full time in uh, business. Okay. Cool. Okay. And then, oh, Komojo's my veto, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm Komojo Roa and originally from Lebo Homo. Um Kauser. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> Um well I practice professionally as a project manager. I used to I've got a lot of experience from telecoms to software development to the banking okay. industry. Um I've dabbled in construction as well. So this is me, um sort of sort of evolving through the corporates on all the types of industries that come through on my plate I do I, I do I'm a toastmaster I'm a public speaker I you know wow 
I mentor young ladies. I've got about six ladies that I mentor. Wow. And, um, and I do it absolutely for free. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I'm a mother. I love music and... I have weird sleeping patterns. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's a nut- in a nutshell who I am. Great stuff. Nice to meet all of you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for coming Thank to you. the show. Um, I'm going to just jump right into it. Um, there's a statement, mm-hmm. one that we often see on social media, mm-hmm. and it goes, your salary is the bribe they give you to forget your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so in the meantime, so push, push our dream. dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to understand your understanding and interpretation of that statement. What does that mean to you? How do you interpret that? And do you think this statement is true? Whew, uh, okay, I guess I'll I'll get the ball rolling. I think in in a, to a certain degree. It, it is true because I think a lot of us who work in, in corporations or in, in more the, the business areas where we are employed by people who give us salaries, um, we do, like, we give so much of ourselves to these organizations um, that we don't even have time to focus on our own dreams. Mm-hmm. So partly, yes, you know, they give us a salary and then we end up prioritizing them over our own dreams. But it isn't to say that we forget our dreams. Mm-hmm. I think we still have dreams as human mm-hmm. beings. But definitely it does become more difficult when you're earning a salary to branch out into doing your own thing because most of the time when you branch out into uh, doing your own thing, uh, you don't really earn an income from your own thing. So, yeah, I guess to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Just just to agree with MJ a bit, <clears throat> I think this uh, the, stem, the statement is a bit faulty mm-hmm. in a sense that um, in actual fact, when, when one is incorporate. One is, uh, I think that's where we get experience. Mm-hmm. We, we must not neglect the fact that not everyone is entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is a discipline on its own. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as much as people choose to be accountants, as much as people choose to be in finance, even people who are in entrepreneurship, they chose to be in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And even with entrepreneurs, they need people to come and work for them. You know, so that's what makes the statement a bit faulty Mm. to say uh, there are those who are content, you know, Mm. being Mm. there, contributing. Mm. Uh, The fact that the person is there in that discipline that they are in, it means that they are contributing. So hence, I find a statement to be a bit faulty. Mm. Um, If if my dream was to be an accountant and to work in a law firm, Mm. so be it. Why? Why must I go? And it's it's not like I've lost my dream, you know. Mm. And yeah, that's. That's I have a problem with a statement right there. But just a question though. Um, so, for example, you mentioned like being an accountant or even being a doctor yeah. or a lawyer. Yeah. A lot of the times, isn't it like the? It's not necessarily your dream. It's the dream your parents have for you because they don't want you to go mm. into the world <laughs> to struggle. MJ. They want you to like be a doctor because you're gonna get a good MJ, salary. MJ, you yeah. Oh, sorry. You're throwing this. I'm asking questions. In, in my perspective, I would say that. That statement is very cliche. Mm-hmm. It's very generalized. It's it's. We need to look at the the, the whole term around what a dream is. Yeah. As Nati said, a dream is a very relative thing. Mm-hmm. I sure. could be dreaming to be on a board of a corporate of an, not to mention names or the the big 
companies mm-hmm. on the JSE. Mm-hmm. That could be my dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only way for me to achieve that is to go through mm-hmm. the levels of corporate. The only time... And as Nati said, we can't all be entrepreneurs. And entrepreneurs still need that human capital. So we will still find some of us being employed. Mm -hmm. And in, 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 in a more general sense, I would say... Which is the only crippling thing about being employed is if you do not develop. So if you're going to mm. sit there mm. and be angry and be sour every day and not develop yourself, then that's when you are living somebody else's dream mm. in a nutshell. Yeah. Mm. But if you are pushing your own passions within, you're crafting yourself, hey, you could probably just um, you know, become this butterfly that comes out of this whole funny chains that we see or these restricted chains that we think are coming from the corporates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And just to touch on that um, human capital uh, uh, topic, I just want to share something someone shared on social media when they responded to the question. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to quickly read through it. So um, Mr. Z says, I own a travel business where we chase music events such as Opie Gopi, uh, Limbopo Bushfire, Victoria Falls Carnival, to name a few, which lasts for a weekend. It's more into camping and having fun in the wild. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I work in call sense, in a call sense environment, and my team's purpose is to help uh, the compliance team in eradicating stuff error made by the salespeople. So practically, I talk to clients the entire day, and I get exhausted daily. However, I then start to focus on marketing my business during the week on social media. This would include Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I figured that out um, that if I forget about my business, I will fall for the bribe. Basically, I kind of took the bribe to fund my business, mm-hmm. but I never got to push it, uh, forgot to push it rather, nonetheless. <laughs> Furthermore, I take leave on days where I have trips way in advance with the clients I've generated from social media. So, yes, I took the bribe, but I utilized it to assist me in keeping up himself. with the trends mm-hmm. yes. I like that. to grow the business like on that. a part-time basis. Yeah. Um, and I think she also mentioned, or he also mentioned that the sister also helps with running the business. Um, so human capital, obviously, at the end of the day, you still need it's, people. It's that whole notion around an entrepreneur needs to remember that they're going to be an accountant, the marketer, the driver, the cleaner, depending on what type of discipline your business is into. Mm-hmm. You need to now focus on being able to do all those things, whereas in a corporate, you're more likely to focus on what you you are, edu- are like qualified in or what you excel in. Mm. But if you become an entrepreneur, you become your administrator, your own finance, your own HR, your own everything. So you need to be able to dabble around all those disciplines. And Komojo, maybe just just to 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 hoe in something there. And that's what makes a lot of business fail. Mm. Because entrepreneurs, they want to be jack of all trades. Mm. An entrepreneur is not a jack of all trades. You just need to have an overview, you know, an overview understanding of what's going on within the business. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you want to be an accountant, as soon as you want to be a finance person, an auditing person and whatnot, your business is it's doomed. <laughs> it's going that direction of fading, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why we need other disciplines to yes. come into the space and help us up and help our businesses to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's very important. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, question now, MJ. Let's go into because that was like you yeah. just threw it in there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think we should touch a bit on that. Also, it is important. It, it's quite important. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you were saying, Jorge, is it something that you've always the dream? Is it something that you actually cultivated and developed and said, "This is what I want to do," or was it influenced to a certain? 
but but I guess to a certain extent it will be influenced Strongly. by your environment. Correct. Yeah. And the people around you. Yeah. But yeah. was it is it a matter of influence or was it forced on you? Because essentially, right, the 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 concept of salary salary doesn't necessarily start with you wanting the salary. Mm. It starts with your environment encouraging you to earn a salary because yeah. that's a sort stable of an, exactly because that's an easier way to navigate through life. Mm. Not so. It, I think that's what that was my question. Is yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I have a personal sure. experience. Um, when I finished matric, mm. I wanted to do industrial psychology. And a brother that I admired very much said, look, show me an industrial psychologist that you know that gets paid. And, <laughs> mm. and that's where my dream, the, you know, that little flame of dream that mm. I had to be a psychologist went off. Mm. He taught, he said to me the best way now, in that time the IT Industry was booming. Everybody mm. was certifying in that. That's the route that I took. Mm. I realized about four years later in that environment, working for one of the biggest corporates as an analyst, I realized I do not like <laughs> this environment. Yeah. Yeah. But as I said earlier, I was the one that had to decide to get myself out of there. Mm. Otherwise, I could have stayed and pleased this brother of mine, got uncomfortable and just went on be- that's when I took a bribe mm. I would be taking a bribe but mm. right now I am just creating my own path mm. and yeah. I'm creating my own um, you know future in, sen- in the sense in, in the corporate that I work for now and lately when you work for corporates you are just as good as your last sales pitch you're as good <laughs> as your last presentation you're as good as your last new client mm. so it, it's, in a sense it is entrepreneurial because you need to keep pushing yourself, getting yourself yeah. new ideas, yep. finding a need and, you know, closing that gap yes. through your skills. So for me, it's sort of a very um, close close to home. It hit very close to home, MJ's question, because some of the decisions that I made about my future were very much influenced about somebody that I thought knew better mm. for me, but it turned out... Hmm. That was not the case. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, uh, Bessie Hayes like, uh, would say uh, heredity, nothing, environment, everything. Yes. It's the environment that actually, um, you know, makes us the people that we are. Yeah. Sure. You know? sure. um, if you read the, uh, the uh, miseducation of a Negro, you would understand that uh, all of us, in, in actual fact, fell into the same trap. You know, as we were growing up, our parents will tell us, oh, there was this notion of mm. education is the key to success, you know, and people would push us to that space to say everyone needs to be educated and whatnot. And after you get educated, you need to go into a corporate space and a salary and so yeah, forth. So yeah. we are socialized mm-hmm. into certain things. And you would understand, you need to understand why, because we come from a, a system where we were deprived of certain opportunities yeah, yeah. and whatnot. And our parents wanted us now to be able, because those opportunities were being presented to us. They Mm. wanted us to, you know, seize those opportunities, Mm. you know. And that's why most of us were pushed into that space and whatnot. Uh, But what's interesting with our generation now, we are are realizing that, Mm. you know, you could could make money, you could still make money uh, by pushing your dream, Mm -hmm. you know. So hence, Komuto is saying, slowly but surely, I'm moving out of that. Mm -hmm. You know, we find ourselves. And we need to understand that um, with our white counterparts, it's not the same. It's not not the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, How they choose their courses. Um, Our white counterparts, they grow up higher, 
Uh, they've got a garage. The father is fixing cars mm-hmm. and whatnot. You know, already, uh, already they are being groomed yes. into into that. Now, when they choose a course, they will choose a course Based that is in line. They will go and do mechanical mechanical engineering and so mm-hmm. forth. And when they get to that space, it's easy for them. With yeah. us. It was just mainly on the fears our parents yeah. had. Mm. Because when you came up and you said you wanted to be a hip-hop artist, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be told, uh-uh, yeah. you know, based it's on the feasible. fear that they have for mm. you about your future. And at that time, you're also not sure because you can't give them facts, you can't give them evidence. Yeah. You're just saying, because I love hip-hop mm. and I can throw a few bars, <laughs> can I push a, a career in this thing? But mm-hmm. our parents would just make you so scared because my brother used a simple thing. Show me one that you know mm. there wasn't yeah, one in my neighborhood. Yeah. Show me one that has got a good life. And what is a good life in our society? It's a big house and a car. Yeah, and material yeah, and, and material things and being able to buy certain things mm. and whereas as Nati said with our other counterparts it's very different they're more on wealth and and, and building legacy. stable legacies mm-hmm. and careers as opposed to us trying to push the social life we need to show people that we're making it I need to be able to come along in a big cut for you to, guys to think I'm making it mm. it's 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 just very distorted in in that sense because It'll never balance. It might, but some of us might not be here to see it when it happens. True. Yeah. And and it's something that needs to be corrected. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I think over the years, we are coming to, as you said, realizing that we are able to point out those issues and say, but why must I buy a big car to impress my friends when I know that... I can actually, I can't afford it. Why am I yeah. living this certain lifestyle and portraying this um, lifestyle? Hey, I'm doing the and big things. And um, unfortunately, that's the kind of narrative that we're driving in, in entrepreneurship. We think being an entrepreneur means... It's all glam. Yes. It's in glam. It's and we mind. forget, as Nati said, that it comes with all the stress. It comes with all the more than 24 hours of work that you need to put Mm. in a day you work more than five days a week so Mm -hmm. it comes with its own um challenges Challenges. so yeah that's basically pushing me to my next question which is what are the challenges what are the challenges in each in your own personal experiences Mm -hmm. in the in the the industries that you're in sorry Mm. um what what are some of the challenges that you come across um, sure. So I guess I'll start this one as well. Um, so being in a <clears throat> being in a corporate, the the environment is 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 such that majority of the people within that corporate area want to climb the corporate ladder. Yeah. Generally, <laughs> right? And essentially, what that means is they'll do whatever it takes okay. to climb that ladder. So it becomes an environment where you prioritize your goal and doing whatever it takes to achieve your goal over you know your dreams your passion who you really are because if you as a person are not someone who is you know um who is selfish and wants to you know achieve their goals mm. solely for themselves whatever at whatever cost um you're gonna not feel nice <laughs> in that kind of an environment where everyone is just trying to get the paycheck everyone wants to get the salary at all cost that's my view um with me uh, to be quite honest, I'm going to be very honest. I think, as in when you work in a corporate, you you get to a point where you can actually call the shots. Mm-hmm. And True. I'm actually in that situation Ooh, where nice. my hours. Not in the sense yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm working towards the climbing the ladder, yes. the ladder. But in a sense, 
I, I negotiated my hours. Mm-hmm. I work, I go to the office when there's a need. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I work from different areas because I can, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm, I've allowed myself to be. But I think it's, it's not as easy as I'm saying it. You need to be able to, to sort of prove yourself. And, and as, he, as uh, MJ said, you, in a corporate, you need to, to be the fittest um, dog in the in the race. Mm. You need to be able to run faster than the rest or smarter than the rest. So it puts you at, a, at, at an advantage if you are able to see that gap and you go through faster than the rest. Mm. But all of us also are going through that same hole. Mm. So for me, being in a corporate, as long as I have, has, as I said, crafted me mm. and it's it's building me, it's grooming me, it's molding me to the direction that I want to go. I'm not saying I'm going to be in corporate until I'm 60, but mm. for me, I'm still able to push the passion yeah. that I want to go yeah. into mm. and I'm taking up all the skills that I need to be where I am in the next two years, mm-hmm. where I want to be in the next two years. So, it, as I said, it becomes stifling, it becomes restricted if you sit there and you wait for somebody else to mm. to come and give you and say, look, your dream needs to change. You need to think this way. Then you have a problem. Sure. You're as good as your last presentation, presentation, your last project, your last sales pitch, your last whatever. So, so what sort of a... Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, so what then in, in your goal of trying to realize your dreams in corporate, mm-hmm. what, kind of, what kind of sort of challenges are you going through? Um, the only issue now is if you, re- you have to report to someone. Yeah, and and you have to show them hey. what your vision is. So you, <laughs> you 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 still get those corporates that are very still male dominated, mm-hmm. yeah. race dominated, and I'm not yes. gonna throw any um, type of a race or whatever. But I'm just gonna say, you you go and meet those people and you bring this idea. But who are you? Who's your audience? Who's listening to you? Yeah. Who's hearing yeah. the direction sure. or the vision that you want to to sure. put? Sure. And sometimes yes, you hit a. Uh, a ceiling, wall, so. a ceiling, a brick wall, mm. and you might have to branch out to go and do your thing. If you, it, it really keeps you awake at night. If mm-hmm. you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. But some people's dreams just fade off and die off because of that, ceiling. that ceiling. Yes, interesting. Mm. <laughs> I think in my um, in my space, I think um, the the first thing that we need to correct in terms of entrepreneurship, it's the narrative that. Um, entrepreneurs are there just to make money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's a, a correct a incorrect narrative um i was having a conversation with mj and what i said to him was that we are there to we are all about solution you know my passion it's dealing with the rate of unemployment in the country mm-hmm. and when i'm able to create an opportunity for one young person to come into the workspace that makes me happy mm-hmm. it makes me happy more than uh, seeing profits you know so entrepreneurship it's about solutions <clears throat> and hence um i'm always we, we must not be misled to think that tenderpreneurship is entrepreneurship. There's a line. Mm. There's a line, you know. Um, and the challenges that we face in our <coughs> sector, it's the entrepreneurial space on its own, the entrepreneurial environment, you know. Uh, the government has been, hasn't been has created an enabling environment mm-hmm. for us, you know, for small businesses to survive. Right, yeah. And hence, we see a lot of small businesses failing, you know, uh, some for the pa- in the past weeks have lost a lot of mm. money because of load shedding and so forth. So we haven't created, it's, it's something even um, as you grow up now, if you tell your parents that I want to be an entrepreneur, you are not clear to them, you know. Mm. Uh, it's not something that they would 
encourage you to yes. do and so forth. So those are still the challenges, the social norms, you mm -hmm. know how people perceive entrepreneurship. So we need to change that narrative and understand it as a discipline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. Because it is a discipline. Mm, really the, the challenge is we are not so open to... Entrepreneurs straight up finding a gap mm -hmm. and finding a solution mm -hmm. and making profits out of it and mm -hmm. solving social problems, problems like yes. Nati says. Mm. If someone was to come up with a very bright idea on how to stop load shedding, that person would cash it just mainly from a passion-driven thing, something mm. that he, he sort of built from his garage, but it would disrupt what is happening right now in making money, mm. which is what entrepreneurship is, That's as opposed about. to us saying, okay, so-and-so is selling this, we are all going to sell that. That is, for me, not entrepreneurship. We are being taught to think the same. We are being taught to think in a, in a, in a common way, and we are not being exposed to, to looking at those little problems. You might find a gap as small as the 10-cent coin, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. but if you find this innovative solution to this problem, you could actually make cash out of it. That's where entrepreneurship culminates from. Mm. But we, we also, we, and it could be even within a corporate where yeah. you, you change how a corporate works and you solve their problems, you reduce their expenses, you make them retain more um, employees. For me, that is also an entrepreneur, entrepreneur spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, as Nati said, we need to break how we look at entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and, and how we think we can benefit from it. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. two points on that. The first one is actually a point uh, which we, we did raise in our first episode about schooling in the school yes. system. Mm -hmm. yeah. The school system sort of teaches us that these are the disciplines you must follow and, and this, is, this is the only way yeah. to get um, where you want to be. And sorry, just the second yeah. point mm -hmm. uh, that Nati mentioned really, uh, I really liked it is really a profit is a consequence of doing what you love yeah. Yeah. and it's not the end goal, which is yeah. actually perfect. So. Yeah, and and one thing I've realized, I've I was reading one of some journals in 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 my spare time where somebody told me that the South African education system is twenty five years behind. Yeah, yeah, which was quite a very 25. scary. Uh, <laughs> finding in my way because mm. I'm think I, I just looked at my son who's nine years old and I'm thinking he's probably going to still learn the same things mm. in Thank school mm. as mm. what I've learned many years mm -hmm. ago yeah. and the only way is for us to change the narrative is to change how we we approach the education system because we are not if we're still teaching our children the same way that we were taught in our older siblings were taught then we're not moving the country no. anywhere no. no we're not no yeah. so we need to look at those things and try and improve on how edu even if we do not get um, investment from other countries but as a country as 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 small as we are mm. in the continent we can make a change in the sense of directing how our kids think how they can protect themselves how can they how they can think smarter mm -hmm. as opposed mm -hmm. to them being entitled to say I'm going to finish a job I'm going to I mean graduate get a job which some of us have realized it's a big trap I think if we're not careful in actual fact our our kids are going to inherit our problems yes uh, one of the problems that mm. they're going to inherit is the the education that you've just stated, mm -hmm. it's also the issue of unemployment. It's something mm -hmm. that is inevitable mm -hmm. that they're going to inherit. Mm -hmm. I think um, 
now we're talking the fourth industrial revolution. Mm. Yes. How do we talk fourth industrial revolution when our educators are not capacitated to mm. usher to us that, yes. into the fourth industrial revolution? But again, how then do we implement the fourth industrial revolution when the rate of unemployment mm -hmm. is so high? Mm -hmm. It means, I, I've noticed, I've seen in, in McDonald's, when you get to McDonald's these days, there's a, a, a self-help mm. self yeah, type yes. of a machine. So it means that they jobs. got rid of all the, t uh, the, the people who were the counters, yes. you know, mm. who were assisting us. Yes. So we, we need to see how we balance the whole mm. thing. While we are disruptive, how then do we create more opportunities mm -hmm. in our, the actual yeah, people? Yeah, for the people on the ground. Mm. True. Interesting, so, yeah. interesting. That's interesting. where that's where entrepreneurship comes in. It's it's what Nati said. It's to curb the unemployment rate. So if you've got this idea, and you think it will solve a problem, and it will still be profitable and sustainable for you to, you know, it makes a difference if you hire fifteen young people. Mm. We're not saying go and hire. 100 or 800 yeah, yeah. but that 15 in a community makes quite a difference yeah and yeah. we need to start looking at those kind of disruptions those kind of innovative ideas those kind of agile ideas where you like no but this shouldn't be this way it should be mm. this way and i can meet this through building this little thing that will do that um in that way you are able to create employment because most of us are going to be replaced by robots most of us are going to mm. be replaced by machines as he was saying most things are getting automated and if you're sitting in that office with the aircon on and you're not thinking of ways mm. to grow yourself and you're not thinking of ways to to to, to develop yourself then mm. you're most likely going to get shocked when they bring in this machine and they tell it's you going it's going to replace you. Yeah. 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 yeah, You guys are really being disruptive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what you were talking about now, about solutions, and um, I coincidentally ran into something on the timeline this morning that Carol Bauer posted, and I was saving it for the last bit of the show. And we got onto it. You guys got onto it. Now I'm forced you know, to we're, read we're it. We're entrepreneurs. We're so okay. <laughs> So it's quite a lengthy post, but I think it, it it summarizes what you guys have been saying yeah. now, and I'm going to read it. Um, so Carol Bauer posted this on her Instagram, and she says, The life of one who chooses to tick self-employed is riddled with exhilarating highs and debilitating lows. Goodness. Until we are honest about that we are simply misleading those who wish to follow a path we have lied about until they find themselves faced with the difficult truths we have ne neglected to talk about. Believe me when I say what is good is mostly brilliant, knowing that there are families that stand strong because you have chosen the path of business oh. and come what mm. may, you will ensure their lot is taken care of. Sustainable. Yes, that is what we do. Mm. We deprive ourselves because we start with rewarding those who toil endlessly to keep our business doors. Yes, we smile at everyone who walks in because we see them not as just a customer, but as a distraction to the conundrum of how to innovate in a stagnant environment when you are determined to lead with passion and dedication. Mm. How do you keep people motivated in an environment that is starting to, to feel increasingly bleak? How do you focus on the goal when it looks like the goalkeeper has checked out? 
for know. those young people <laughs> who are naturally good leaders, I say we need you now more than ever. Yeah. Not to buy into existing entities, but to come up with solutions to existing problems. Yeah. Yes. Importantly, you must foresee future problems and yeah. start businesses that are solutions orientated and the rewards will come. Yeah. Not just for you, but for those who benefit from the problem you solve, mm. your customers. Um, a friend told me about the roles we all play in each other's lives and that there were adders, subtractors, dividers, and multipliers. In life, let us choose to be adders and multipliers. Mm. Let us bring value into every environment, friendships, family, business, and life in general. I really value the role of an entrepreneur in society, but I honestly felt I needed to say that there are some days when tears are nearer than a smile. Mm. Don't quit. Think about the many people mm. who need you to continue, not because you pay their salaries, but because they have worked hard over the years to help you yeah. build yeah. on what was essentially yeah. your dream. Stay strong and resolute and always remember why you started. That memory and energy must be your source of motivation. And I thought, wow. That's profound. Yeah. That's and I profound. just thought, uh, that's why I was saving it for yeah. the last bit of the yeah. show. But you yeah. guys ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> there you I have it. Said. I think it is phenomenal it yeah is. Monday first thing quitting my job she touches on a whole lot of truths yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and I think um, truths that are hidden when we look at entrepreneurs because yes. you say yes. that there's yeah. this notion of entrepreneurs that you're True. there to just make money yeah. True. you're there True. to you know to make profits and like even also when it comes to your lifestyle, your lifestyle exudes that thing. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. When you, you walk know? into the room, people are like, oh yeah, it's that guy who owns mm. this and that and that yeah. and that. Yeah. They don't really sit down and think, where did this guy start? Yeah. How mm. did he start? Yes. What are the challenges that he had yeah. to go through? Yeah. Right now, what are the challenges he's experiencing? True. True. You know, And that piece just makes you kind of look at it from that perspective, perspective to yeah. say, okay, besides the flashy lifestyle, besides the cars, there's actually a human being here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And this human mm-hmm. being is responsible for other people's mm-hmm. livelihoods, mm-hmm. not just by paying their salaries, but also the development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. these people are essentially people helping this person bring their dream alive to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, actually, yeah, it's eye opening. She is. she teaches us to to respect any form of a, an entrepreneur, yeah. because we tend to to not respect the farmer, yeah. or that yeah. guy who collects Recycle. waste, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or that one that recycles. Mm-hmm. We like that guy who runs a, a lifestyle club yeah. Yeah. in the hood yeah. because he books, aka mm-hmm. you know, he's cool. But we forget about that entrepreneur that collects waste, yeah. use it as manure, and grows vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he 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 looks at us not, for example, from where I come from. Driving to Bulogane, which is about 60k to go buy your veggies, but mm. you can now at the corner find the freshest beetroot yes. or something. Yes. So we, we need to move away from that as well. We need to appreciate each and every sweat, blood and tears mm. that every entrepreneur goes through. Yes. In, in any discipline and in any form, because we, we tend to want to grade ourselves and say this one is is good because he... 
you know, he does this. He's got trucks, yeah. and this one is just pulling a bag full of tins and mm-hmm, bottles, mm-hmm. and he's not an entrepreneur, but he's also killing, like, cleaning out the environment. They, they there's that social problem that they're solving. Yeah. As mm-hmm. much as they might not employ three or ten people, ten people. <laughs> he's only got an assistant who helps him sort the different tins and whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to start appreciating them and, and whenever we see them, we support them. We need to yes. stop negotiating prices yes. with them. We need to just say, if she says the cabbage is 15 rand, just buy it. Mm-hmm. Don't say I buy a cabbage for 12 rand in mm-hmm. Santon. No. Mm-hmm. That's not about well, that. Well, actually, Santon is probably an I'm just, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 36 rand for a cabbage <laughs> that you can get but we need to, yeah she's teaching corner. us a whole lot of truths and the fact that nothing comes easy mm. yeah. and that sometimes you just need to hold on that's what I said if you're sitting and you're being complacent and you're comfortable where you are you should be worried mm-hmm. it, whether it's in your business whether it's in your career if you're not wondering what you'll be doing in the next six months in your career or at the end of the year, when you walk out with that big bonus, have you achieved or crossed a few mm. boxes in your career? Then you should be worried. Mm. I, I, I think I found that to be very profound, Komojo, uh, in a sense that when we talk entrepreneurship, nobody talks about um, uh, the times where, you know, you did not have money to pay your employees, mm. where you had to go to your personal savings to make sure that they get paid, mm. where... Um, you, ha- you you could not pay for your car or pay your bond and all those things, especially the first stages mm-hmm. of starting a business. Those hardships, nobody talks about them. Mm-hmm. Um, when when I started my business, I only had eight people, you know, and uh, we grew to the business. Now we have 33 people oh, working nice. for us. But when we started, it was tough. I was sharing with MJ to say the first two years, I didn't understand whether we're coming <laughs> are we going or what's going on here? Mm. You know, and coming from a corporate space where Thanks, I uh, <laughs> I had a nice position. Yeah. I was an operations manager. I was traveling the world and mm. whatnot. Having to leave that, having to, you know, leave without a medical aid. What because, because, yeah, mm. a medical aid, for me, it's it's sort of like a luxury, you know, mm-hmm. I can do with without a medical. What do you take your family through, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But... When you sit down and think of giving up, you think not about yourself, Pela, mm. but you think about the oh, 33 families, mm. not 33 people, mm. but yeah. 33 families that are depending on you. And that's why I always teach my employees, Guti, when we fail, the business fail, all of us will suffer, yes. you know, and we, you, you, you need to, yeah, we need to push spirit within the business. So, Guti, you know, when we, when we work, when we put in the hours, we, we are not. We all going to benefit mm. out of the whole thing. Mm, this yes. is our bread and butter, and uh, I love with that culture. It's there within the business. Mm. So, so when when you fail as an entrepreneur, a lot of people fail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people suffer in the process. You know, we need to look at it that way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. MJ, what do you have to say about the post? What I said in the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I think a lot of it stems from just the type of values that we as a society have just about employment in general. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we, we follow certain careers because of especially what we see on TV. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, look at that. Is that a guy, that lawyer in the suit? He looks so cool driving a big fancy car. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do, even though, you know, 
your skills and talents could be so beneficial elsewhere. You could mm-hmm. be adding value elsewhere. I mean, sure, if that's what you want to do, that's great. But, you know, really think about what are you truly passionate about? Because yeah. the risk is mm-hmm. you say, wow, that guy is so cool. I want to be just like him. Mm-hmm. Then you become just like him and you don't. You find that actually this doesn't even fit my personality. True. This doesn't yeah. fit my true core values. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so a lot of it really does stem from what we see around us and we see the people in the big fancy cars and the big fancy houses not asking, you know, um, do I really want to do what they do because mm. I want the things that they want? Do the things that they have matter know? to me? Mm. Mm. Or, you know, do I really care more about, you know, empowering the people around me, yeah. supporting the environment around me? What's I think the question is, what are my values and how do I align them to what I want to do in life? It it comes back to what I said earlier with me mentoring these young yeah. ladies. Yeah. It it the thing that drove me is that I'd like to soften the blow for them because I went mm. through the most mm. trying to, you know, navigate through corporate mm. and understanding why you can't walk into people's offices and just have a chat with them because they are a CEO, a mm-hmm. COO. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, want to move them away from that narrative where you, you're you like, no, it's going to be fine. I'm going to work and then I'm going to get a salary and then I'm going to buy a car. I teach them that, guys, it is not as clear cut as it is. Mm-hmm. There are certain motions that you're going to go through. There are certain kind of people that you're going to work with. We are all in different corporates with different people Mm -hmm. and diverse um, races and cultures and you need to be able to maneuver not because you paid someone or because you you know someone or someone likes you but because you you as a person can craft yourself through those mazes Mm -hmm. of what the corporate world brings Mm -hmm. so that's why I, I I'd like to teach this young especially the ones that are coming behind me that look it's it's bad out there and not because I want to scare them but because I want them to be aware of their surroundings you know to be better better Mm -hmm. prepared Mm -hmm. and have softer blows because with me I'd have to sit and cry because I didn't Mm. know Mm. um, how I'm going to approach tomorrow and this person just told me you better bring this sales or you are out tomorrow Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. in those in that sense it it still brings us back to teaching our, our people our our community about why they choose to go into corporate and why they choose to be entrepreneurs. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you need to mm-hmm. understand why you're doing it, what is driving you, what are your driving factors, as opposed to watching suits and thinking <laughs> a lawyer mm-hmm. walks around in a limousine yeah, or something. Like, hey, man, that suit, have you specter with? Yeah. Yo, that suit. You know, just to add on what you just said, Komucho, it's very interesting. I think we've got a responsibility mm-hmm. as a generation. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've obs- observed, like I said, I come from a township. I grew up in a township. Mm-hmm. What happens is that when when you grow up in a township or you grow up in a township when you in inverted commas when you make it mm-hmm. <laughs> you buy a polo people yeah. move away from our townships mm. yes, and you, you go, go and stay somewhere in the east of Pretoria and mm-hmm. so forth mm-hmm. but what we are not seeing is that we become part of the problem yes. in a sense that the young ones that are left in our townships they don't have role models and the only role models that they have are Maginza who are making it mm. in the mm. township. Yeah. Now we create a perception that for you as a young lady, as Leave a young as a young man growing up in the township, the only way to make it is to it's become Maginza. We only or see leave. these big cars 
only on Sundays, going to car wash and so <laughs> forth and so forth. <laughs> yes, and we don't we don't give ourselves an opportunity yeah. to go back and give back yes. through mentoring, right. like Ukhomujo is saying. You know how how do I play a role? You know it, it can be six people, it can be ten people, mm. but we need to go back. And we need to go back and give back as well, mm. you know, uh, to our communities. It's That's very important. It's very important. important. Um, okay, so just to briefly touch on, um, you, you spoke about cultures. You spoke about the culture that you're yeah. cultivating in your, in, your, in your business and with your employees. Yeah. I want to know what are some of the key characteristics that are important in positively impacting performance and productivity? In say that again, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of the characteristics yeah. that you implement in your business to yeah. positively impact the performance of your employees and the productivity of the business altogether? Get rid of hierarchy. Komuto mm. said that, mm. right? Um, I might I might be a business owner, I might be a director of the company, but in actual fact, that hierarchy needs we need to crush it. Let's flatten the whole thing. Once you start. You you make like you look at a person and they become invisible. Mm. It's a problem because that's what people do in positions. Mm-hmm. People who are their subordinates are invisible. You know True. they don't respect them. They don't do. You know they, they don't recognize them. them. Don't as soon as you don't even greet a person, Komojo, mm. you say Nguyeguti, I don't see you. I don't recognize you. That's how important greeting is. Wow. So when I get to the office every day, I make sure that I go to the factory mm. and greet my employees one by mm. one. And I actually know all 33 of them. I actually know them. I actually know what's going on in their lives and mm. so forth. So people must be invisible. It must be visible. Mm. You, you, need to, you need to see them. You need to recognize them. Mm. But again, make them part of the business. Mm. Don't make them part of the process, Pale. Make them part of the business because people are not tools. Mm -hmm. People are capable Mm -hmm. of thinking. People are capable of bringing ideas. Irrespective of whether a person has only metric or a person has a degree, never you'll... You you will be shocked with how many ideas do we get from mm. our cleaners. Mm. You know, recognize people. You know, and I think what's also important it's also recognition of employees. When mm. someone is doing well, let's all recognize yeah. that they are doing well. Celebrate, you know, yeah. celebrate, have something. You know, also celebrate and up. Uh, that's that's the culture that we are driving. We are a family. And in a family, a family protects p- people who are in a family. They protect each other, and in protecting each other, it means we protect the business. We need to clone you. There's not so many. There's not so many people. He's a national yeah. key point. Yeah. I mean, there's not so many people that think like that. Mm. And for me, I always say, when you walk into even at work. If you can't greet the cleaning lady, yeah. you can't greet yeah. the guy at the gate, yeah. and you come in, you play music, and your car in, and then you walk out in your high heels, obviously you are losing the, that, that content, that, that value that mm-hmm. you can get. I mean, that guy at the gate could actually tell you yeah. your, 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 your taillight is not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just those little, little simple things, things, simple things. Yeah. you know, and... Like I fully agree with Nati, even from a a, um, a corporate um, perspective, mm. when you have people that you are leading, when you have people that you are a team leader or that report to you, you need to be able to 
recognize each and everyone's indiv- like as an individual mm. you can't put them on a conveyor belt and yeah. say I yeah. just want to see results I just want to see <laughs> things being done no you need to be able to understand what's going on what are their truths what are their weaknesses some people are carrying around a lot of things mm. on their way, on mm. their shoulders mm. and you need to be able to be that have that open door policy i mean i i have people that work with me but i don't have an office I sit with them and they're very open to come to me and say look this this way I have a problem can you help me can you sit in in my meetings but if I was high and mighty and untouchable yeah. Yeah. I would just see things happening and going wrong mm. in this department that I'm trying to drive to positivity mm. to contribute mm. to be profitable and only to find that no you know, we're not getting anything out of it mm-hmm. but as you said as a team you need to be able to sit with people even over coffee even yeah. over the water mm-hmm. cooler and just say what's happening in your space mm-hmm. it's not about work 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it it helps sure that's okay. really yeah where we all need to just uh, when you do join a corporate uh, especially the older larger corporates try to stay true to your values you mm-hmm. know just don't don't get lost in the corporate don't become a cog that's lost in the corporate machine <laughs> because exactly. that's what happens yes. you find that suddenly you're becoming a robot like every other robot yeah. in the in a the organization a very arrogant robot actually exactly. yeah. yeah and and then you feel you don't feel good because as a human being which is really where the basis starts you you care about people you want mm. to greet people mm. you want to talk to the people mm. that working with you mm. it's it's not in our nature not to be uh friendly to our fellow human beings. So John Maxwell will say people don't quit um organizations, they quit people. They quit the managers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was deep. That was very knowledgeable. That was very um you guys shared your I, I think you went you went in. Yeah. You went deep based on your own experiences and what what you've gone through, you know, um coming up and getting to this point. Um so any advice to someone who is coming up in corporate someone who is thinking of starting their own thing um I think it would be very nice of you guys to share that just briefly because mm-hmm. I think we are running out of time <laughs> and you know I, I just take the time and I'm thinking I thought we've only been doing this for like 15, 15 minutes, minutes. <laughs> so it's like it's almost an hour How? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> much, so much knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much. So just some closing advice to someone who's listening and they're thinking, okay, I'm, I want to go into my own thing or I want to learn to better develop myself in corporate or whatever it is that they're doing. They just want to grow. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to them? Can I start? Um, for me, I'd say you need to keep looking into yourself. Don't don't mm-hmm. don't be the mm-hmm. same every day. If you are the same every day, every month, every year that goes by, be very worried. Um have a clear vision. And in most cases we just say I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're yeah. not very factual, we're not very in detail of how suc- what your success what means. Mm-hmm. Does it mean you become a manager in your department? Does it mean you become a certified accountant does it mean you're a lawyer specified don't just say i want to get a job and be successful mm. you you you're making the pool very big and always always develop yourself don't sit and say i i'm going to do my ca whatever dabble in other things if you've got uh, an interest in marketing 
go and do a week's course or go and sit on, on an online course. Lately, things come to you, mm -hmm. you know. You don't really have to pay someone. You can go and log on and listen to someone on a podcast, break things into you and put things into perspective. Like this. Keep, like exactly. you know, <laughs> keep challenging yourself. I, I, I've, I never thought I would be sitting and having a conversation like this mm -hmm. for a podcast. And But when, when you approached me and you said, come through, I... I, I, get, I put it to myself that I'm going to go and let's go see how it goes, mm -hmm. man. I won't die. Yeah. So, you know, some things I feel uh, you just have to have that impulse and just yeah. throw yourself in You know, in just it. go in. Even if it means throwing yourself in the deep, you'll yeah. come out with something. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, as, I'm not going to lie, it, it, I was nervous about how it's going to be and look at how one hour went by. Yeah. I wish we had the whole afternoon. <laughs> 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 and yeah, but simply keep taking mm. in yourself, mirror yourself, reflect, reflect, reflect. Mm. Ask yourself why you're in the same space in, in three years and you haven't moved and look for people. Ask people. Look for mentors. People are always willing to listen. And it's difficult when you say, I want to be successful. I want My mentors, I always tell them, what do you want? Give me details and I'll help you get there. Mm -hmm. That's the long and short of it. Yeah. Mine would be that uh, a fish grows in accordance to the size of its fish pond. Mm. Yes. So um, the fish pond that you find yourself in, it determines the type of a person that you're going to be tomorrow. Um, so we all have our fish ponds, you know. Grow your fish pond. If it means moving out of the fish pond, throwing yourself into the pool or throwing yourself into the uh, sea, do that because that will determine your growth. So that in a nutshell, it means expose yourself as much as possible mm. because every day is an opportunity to learn. So don't deprive yourself of that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good for thought. Sure. Uh, I think what's also important, I think we already touched on it, but from my point of view, especially in my experience, know who you are yeah. And, yeah. and know what you value and what's important to you so try not to make them i, I know it's very difficult to say this it's, it's not always easy to have the the ability to reflect but do reflect on um who am i what do i want what are my values what do, what do i think i can and what's important is what value can i add to society because yeah. at the end of yeah. the day yeah. try to i think i'd recommend you try to strive to um adding value to society because mm -hmm. then you'll feel so much better about who you are yeah. and what you're doing. That's that's the human element I was touching on that we yeah. care about our fellow human mm -hmm. being. Yeah. So yeah, just just know who you are. That's very, very important and stick to who you are. Yeah, that's my view. I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm motivated. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to do a lot of ref reflecting this weekend. Seven reasons why I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing it's another reason. Exactly. Like, I can't do, I can't do this, guys. Bye. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's been such a great show. I can't believe time just flew by so quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, don't forget to connect with us on our socials. It's uh, on Instagram. It's the underground ZA. So that's Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, it's underground ZA1. And then you can also send us an email on the underground0292 at gmail.com. So 
one word, theunderground0292 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Um, I've also put together a playlist on Apple Music because um, mm. um, I'm that girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's basically for you to enjoy. It's called uh, In the Deep with Mujis. So Love if it. you are on Apple Music, check it out, share it, play it, give me some feedback. Maybe yep. I'll create another one. <laughs> I don't know. But thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to share the episode. It's been good from Mina, the best yellow bone in town, your girl, Mujis. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.